Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello and welcome to episode 118, season 5, episode 28 of Two Mr. P's in a podcast with me, Mr. P. And the other Mr. P. Welcome back, guys, for another of our weekly episodes. We hope you are well. Thank you again for tuning in. We really, really do appreciate all of your support. Uh, going to apologise in advance if halfway through this episode, both myself and the other Mr. P just just fall asleep. Oh, sorry, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, not going to lie. to Adam. <laughs> we are recording. Yeah, not going to lie. Feeling very, very, very tired today. Um, yeah. Yeah. Today, today, you know, got through the morning okay, and then I actually went swimming this afternoon. Not not to partake in the baths. Uh, just took a, you know, a year group to swimming. And obviously, you know what it's like, how humid and horrible it gets in a swimming bath, especially if you're not swimming. Uh, but the only entertainment I had was I was watching the kids in the main pool. And they've come on great, to be fair, the, the children. But in the middle lane of the pool, where it was the medium pace yeah. uh, lane, there was some serious needle. And was it, was, it? it was keeping me entertained slash awake. Right. Um, yeah, just basically this old timer was going round the normal route. This young gun was going a bit quicker, and he decided that he didn't want to go round with everyone because he was too quick. Yeah. Um, and oh, they stopped right in the middle when they bo- both kind of swam into each other, and it was whew, it was getting a bit tasty, baby. So yeah. Uh, then the lifeguard had to get involved, and I was stood there, and then. Yeah, I mean, luckily our kids, because you know they all had swimming hats on and covering their ears and stuff. They didn't really, they didn't really. I think they were just focused on the on their lane. But I was obviously making sure our children were okay. Yeah, yeah, first and foremost. But then seeing if there was any sort of. You know, yeah, it's a pretty boring job though, a lifeguard, isn't it? Oh yeah. <sighs> like whenever you go swimming, they just always look. It just it what looks like a job, where the time goes oh. so. Slowly, because you'd be watching an important that, job. that speedo clock on uh, the wall as well. That just an, an important job. Oh, but, massively important. God, it. But it just yeah, seems it's, boring. It's, it's paint dry at times. Surely, yeah, absolutely. Especially if you've got like Doris in the slow lane. Yeah, she's just doing a bit of the old breast breaststroke. Yeah, and it's just like you know, it's it's nice and slow, and then that's it. If there's yeah. no one else there, you need to be. Oh yeah, to, be, to be fair, carry on talking like this. We will be asleep. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we. Uh, the reason why we are so tired is we we came back yesterday from our Belfast show. Um, so we were able to go out to Belfast and not just do the show, but we were able to spend some time 
exploring the I mean I've been out to Belfast a few times with work and done courses and conferences and work with a few local schools and I absolutely adore it I think it's such a cracking cracking place to go but it was your first time in Belfast my first time yeah um really enjoyed it yeah every minute yeah and the show was brilliant thank you to everyone who came along to it it's one it was one of the original shows so before the sort of big leg of this tour when we had those few shows that we sort of arranged ourselves and that was one of them that just got pushed back and pushed back and pushed back so to finally do it for some of the people in the audience who had waited for well it would have been two two years years. uh it was great to finally get there and we will definitely be back if we can so a massive massive thank you to everyone who came and before we get into what went down just a quick reminder as well that we have got some more shows uh coming your way so we're going to be in swindon uh this saturday i think there's a handful of tickets available for that one um, and then the week after that, we're in Froom, Froom, Froom. Every time I say it, I never yeah. get it right. Um, there are tickets available for that one. I think there's a few tickets available for Birmingham. Norwich, we've actually put some extra tickets on sale at Norwich. There's the uh, option to take some more, well, have more tickets available for standing. So you can get involved with that one. Brighton, Liverpool, Milton Keynes, Newport. We've put a second show on Milton Keynes because the first one sold out. And then the Canterbury show. So tickets available for all of them. I think the Liverpool show is now sold out. But the rest of them you should be able to get tickets for. Um, but yeah, Belfast had some special guests once again. Yeah, it did indeed. Uh, before I reveal some of the stuff about the guests, don't forget half term in October... 22nd of October, the final ever show of this actual show that we're doing at the moment. Yeah. The last performance in the UK is going to be at the Time Theatre in Newcastle. Get your, get your mates, get your fam, get them there, make a weekend of it, bottomless brunch, the whole shebang, and it's going to be uh, a truly epic night. But yeah. You need to book your bottomless brunch. It doesn't come included with your ticket. Yeah, yeah, the T's and C's do apply. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, we had some special guests. Uh, Mr. Cotney John, uh, he came uh, over to Belfast on the Friday. And yeah, he was, it was a big effort for him to be fair. He's not, you know, he's come to a couple of shows, hasn't he, with us. But, you know, he's, he's sometimes a tough man to, to tie down, but. He uh, he made the effort and he came around. Unless out. you're someone who comes to one of the shows, then you <laughs> seem to be able to time down very easily. Um, but yeah, we, we, he, he was he was on good form and he was enjoying himself. Uh, and then the big, I'd say, not you know, I'm not trying to take anything away from Cotney John here, but it, it, I think it was the seventh show that he's been to. Yeah, he can't get um, enough of it. Whereas the other special guest, a certain man behind the legendary O. Uh, Mr. Simon O'Brien, he is over from Australia for a couple of weeks to see friends and family, um, and he'd booked on to come to Belfast, and uh, yeah, but the, the 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 greatest thing about OB, obviously my mate OB, the man behind the O, you've you've heard it all before, the 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 feature that we have where it's just built around shocking shouts, terrible mistakes, is based around him. And he delivered, didn't he? He delivered on uh, on numerous occasions. So it started off by him missing his original flight yeah. to Belfast. Uh, slept in, uh, turned his alarm off, 
missed his flight. So he was due to arrive in Belfast, I think, 8 o'clock on Saturday morning. And then he uh, rebooked for 5 o'clock. So we ended up, he ended up hooking up with us at about half 6, 7, right before the show. Uh, he was obviously still very tired. Um, but he came to the show. He absolutely, he absolutely loved it. He got a great ovation off the crowd when I when I when I name dropped him. Yeah, and pointed him out, which I think he was. I think he was a little bit taken aback. I think he was shocked that you know that his years of making shocking shouts has actually turned into quite an endearing uh, yeah. thing for people. Um, but people I think, can empathise. So the They've best all got one in the locker. Exactly. So the funniest thing was we, we obviously it was me Lee. Uh, Claire, Lee's wife, and my mum and dad, uh, we'd all gone together and we'd all obviously got the same flight. So we'd, we were flying back 10 o'clock Sunday morning. Um, Cockney John, his flight was at 5 o'clock. Uh, no, sorry, his flight was at 7 o'clock and OB's flight was at 5 o'clock. So I said to Cockney John and OB, oh, you two should get together tomorrow and have a pint in Belfast and then make your way to the airports together. So anyway, we get off and we're lucky enough that our plane was originally um, delayed and then it ended up kind of not being delayed. Yeah, it was it? weird. It was, when we got weird, through security, yeah. it came up on the uh, on the screens like delayed by two hours and we were fuming because we're just knackered. It's one of them. I don't, I never, if you've got to get up for a flight, I never sleep well um, and... I was shattered and I just thought, right, 10 o'clock flight home, I'll be, you know, back home for midday, chill the rest of the day. But then when it came up two hour delay, I was like, oh my God, it this was, is going to be major fear. Oh, hideous. But then it just popped up again on time. Yeah. And we had to rush for the final call. It was, yeah, it was a bit mad, wasn't it? Um, so then, so OB and Cotney John end up meeting up um, and they're having a drink in Belfast. They go for a lovely roast. Uh, two podcast legends shooting the breeze. Yeah. And uh, they decided, right, let's go to the airport together. So they got a taxi to Belfast City Airport. Uh, they make their way in and OB gets his boarding pass out and goes, ho, ho, look at EasyJet's queue, Cutney John. I'll see you later, mate. I'm going to cruise through. Went up to the desk and uh, the woman said, uh, your flight's taking off from Belfast International. And he went, oh, right, where am I? And she was like, Belfast City Airport. <laughs> and he went, oh, right, so should I just make my way there then? She went, it takes about 35 minutes to get there. And uh, your gate closes in 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so he just went, well, what, what am I going to do? And she's like, let me take a look at uh, any remaining seats on the flights we've got. And then he was, she, he got quoted four hundred quid. Oh my god! And obviously, OB being OB, four hundred quid. The seat's empty. Why can't <laughs> you just give it me? So anyway, OB, as we record this, is still in Belfast. <laughs> is he? Is he still yeah. there? <laughs> he's what? made his way. I, I, actually, no, I take that back. He's actually in Dublin. Right. So he he, he um he he had to go back to his original hotel. Yeah. Book an extra night. Yeah. He went out last night. Um and <laughs> and then he's got up today and then he's made his way to Dublin. And then he's getting a flight from Dublin to Manchester. To Manchester. And as we speak now, I think he may be in the air or whatever. But yeah, either yeah. way, 
You just can't buy that sort. You know, he's back for a short time only. And if you thought that Australia may have straightened him out and he may have been a man who makes better shouts. No. Arguably, only he could have done that. And the funny thing is, when I spoke to Cotley John, Cotley John was like, yeah, he rang me. I'd made my way through and he rang me. And he was like, I was cry laughing. And then I was like, what happened? He went, the funniest thing was, he was checking his boarding pass all day. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it was was a special, special show to have not only OB there, but to have... um, to have Cotney John there as well. It was just funny. And obviously we me, you, Claire, and Mum and Dad had such a good laugh on the Friday night. Yeah. And the crowd were amazing. The city's amazing. And uh yeah. Um, but I'm not gonna lie, getting up this morning yeah, it was, was, was tough. So, so difficult. It was tough. And I don't know, I, like it's pretty much rained all day, but it is so warm and humid. Oh, it's mean. Like in this room, like as we're recording this podcast in the uh in the studio great during the winter months got a little radiator in the corner but when it's hot so i had to do a um webinar with a company called century at four o'clock today it was like an hour-long webinar showcasing some tech tools and uh thank you to everyone who came if you came by the way and literally it was so hot in here I was pouring with sweat as I'm doing this webinar on Zoom. Like I'm wearing a great, I was wearing a grey t-shirt, so that started, yeah, dodgy colour, dodgy colour to get. And just towards the end, I had to be like, guys, I just want to apologise because I look like I'm melting. Uh, I'm not nervous or anything. It's just really, really hot because <laughs> yeah. I thought I must have come across on the Zoom like I was having a bit of a panic. Like this was really. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> really stressing me out and I was just sweating profusely but um no it was just really really hot but anyway um any recommendations I've got something to recommend if people need I know someone was loving the podcast recommendations the other day that I put in there but uh we started watching Euphoria oh yeah have you watched it I've not I'm a massive um, Zendaya fan though. it's 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 decent it's very uh it's you know raw it, you know, it's quite raw. It's quite, you know, if you're... Uh, mum would hate it. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, mum yeah. would absolutely detest it. But I'm enjoying it. It's good. It's good crack. That's good. Uh, so there's my recommendation for the week. Uh, you? My recommendation... Uh, do you know what? I, I've, I've been a bit nowhere. Uh, I would say Heart 90s on the radio. <laughs> um, I've just been blasting a bit of Heart 90s. I've got a couple of people from my work who were discussing today how they've booked to see Backstreet Boys in Manchester. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Are they back? The, yeah. Backstreet's yeah, back. back. Yeah, all right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so if you get your tickets, I'm sure they'd love to see everybody. <laughs> um but yeah, no, it's uh, Heart 90s has been offering me. I put a little thing on my Insta story uh, about a week ago. And uh, I might have discussed it on the last one. But just some of those old school kind of ballads that just you forget about. Yeah. Like Come On In Out Of The Rain is the only problem with those. Ad- the only problem with those radio stations, just the adverts now. Well, Heart- when you're used to Spotify. Yeah, Heart 90s. You can't be doing the adverts. Uh, Heart 90s. Doesn't that have radio play, DJs, really, play, does like, it? non-stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah so, so it's not it's like, like song followed by another song, advert they, DJ. It's just you just hear that first thing and it's just like, I remember, it was, I think it's Vanessa Williams, Save the Best to Last, and it's like, it's that ridiculous lyric, like, 
Sometimes the snow comes down in June. Sometimes the sun goes round the moon. Does it? Which we laughed about in the 90s, but now due to climate change, yeah. she was way ahead of her uh, time. Heavy chance. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, a heart 90s. Give it a listen. Oh, right, so here we go. Story straight in, guys. We're not going to waste time. We've got so many to get through. But the first couple, as we've been talking about live shows, are live show related. So... I left teaching last summer, but love your podcast. Having discovered it after uh, after after discovering it, I think, uh, caught up with all the podcasts from the beginning. Last night, three of my ex-colleagues and I attended your show in Middleton, and it was excellent. It was hilarious, and the four of us had a brilliant night, so thank you very much. The hilarity continued during the interval as we discovered a pair of knickers had been left under one of our seats. We wondered if we were a chosen group or whether all your groups in the audience received amusing gifts. We thought we would share with you our additional amusement for the show. Thanks again for a great night. Well, we can uh, certainly clear that up and say those knickers, nothing to do with us. No, but, you know, to Mr. P's live, it does get <laughs> down and dirty. Uh, well, in that in that show, it did get very wet, didn't it? <laughs> because I dropped the bottle of water all over everywhere. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, it's getting, getting freaky. We don't want any filth on this yeah. podcast. No crudeness. Right, next one. Some context to this one. I'm AHT. What does that stand for, Adam? Head teacher. Assistant head teacher. Oh, I didn't. Oh, I think AHT. AHT. Ah, right. Okay. And was out to dinner before your Nottingham show. With my head teacher, I bought us tickets as a thank you for something so she'd made. So the A-H-T was with the H-T. Yeah, yeah. A lot, of, um, a lot of letters. I bought us tickets as a thank you for something she'd made my baby while on maternity. Also, I'd just dropped the news on Friday that I'd secured a deputy post at another school. <whistles> anyway, we were out, had ordered some mojitos, ah. which were going down well, and our food had just arrived. Suddenly, I felt very hot and started wafting myself with the menu. It was no good. Shortly after saying, I don't feel well, feel well, I fainted at the table. She rushed over to help, and then I threw up my dinner, and hers. So what do you mean? Did you, <laughs> Eat. did you get ill because you ate both dinners? What uh, insult to in- injury after telling her I'm leaving. Luckily, we both, oh, so then I threw up him. oh, I threw up in my dinner. Ah, and, and hers. hers right, right, so that's yeah. the insult to injury after telling her she was leaving. <laughs> imagine. <laughs> what a night. Imagine being on that table. <laughs> Thank you so much for the stuff you made my baby. Can't believe you're taking me to watch the two Mr. P's. I brought an extra pair of knickers. Yeah. Uh, and then just suddenly like, but anyway, uh, just to let you know, I've actually secured another role as a deputy. <laughs> 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 Luckily, we both laughed it off and made it to the show. No wonder we both felt ill after Nottingham. <laughs> As we walked into the Glee Club, sure enough, the girls who had been on the next table and witnessed me vomit in my boss's dinner were also at the show. How embarrassing. <laughs> well, I hope you enjoyed the show. <laughs> Such a frosty atmosphere on that table. <laughs> um, right, so... We're just going to go through some stories. We're just going to get straight into it. Before we do, before we do some stories, I thought I'd kick the things off if it is okay. 
with some of the other Mr. P's jokes. It's been a long time, and I've I've got some ready. Right. Okay. And, I'll play uh, the I'll play the jingle. Oh yeah, we can actually play the jingle. <laughs> Need to find out where my mate's up to with those jingles. He's offered. I've got a mate who nothing. was supposed to do some new jingles, but nothing yet. He is offered nothing. Joke, 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 I broke two of my dad's old Queen records. Now I want to break free. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call your mum's angry French sister? A cross aunt. <laughs> <laughs> my wife told me I had to stop impersonating a flamingo. I had to put my foot down. <laughs> Come on. My niece calls me ankle. I call her my knees. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Good in it. A teacher asked her students to use the word beans in a sentence. My father grows beans, said one girl. My mother cooks beans, said a boy. A third student spoke up. We are all human beans. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like that could have actually happened. Talking of beans, just very quickly to... Uh interrupt do you know last week when we were talking about other posts on that uh seagull story oh yeah and P- so <laughs> there was i don't know if i mentioned this one uh walking through the dining hall slipped on a rogue baked bean and went crashing down one bean <laughs> rogue how, baked bean how big was the bean nasty bruising and soft tissue damage to elbow Ooh. off one baked bean Beans, how can beans, you slip on a baked bean oh, i don't know must have been saucy. <laughs> um, why did the taxi driver get fired? Uh, go on. The passengers didn't like it when they went the extra mile. Uh, <laughs> and then I've got two two food-related jokes for you to end this epic return. <laughs> my wife just left me because of my pasta addiction. I'm feeling kind of lonely right now. <laughs> And then last one, apparently you can't use beef stew as a password anymore. It's not, not strong enough. Yeah. Yes. Don't test me on my food related stuff. Well, you didn't get kind of lonely right now. <laughs> um, so we, we're just going to go through some of the stories here. And uh, we've got some O's. I've got some O's at some point. I uh, thought it'd be quite fitting oh, seeing as though. I've got some oversharing. Just a couple. Right. So, uh, new level of teacher tie today. I suppose it could be a teacher injury or an O. Ooh, what do you call it when it's a triple, th- triple, triple threat? Triple threat, yeah. I was super gluing a Barbie's head back on today. Normal protocol in foundation stage. And I got super glue on my finger and then I licked it. <laughs> I then had super glue on my tongue, which burnt like hell. And class wondering why I couldn't talk or close my mouth. I then had to pick it off my tongue. I then had to pick it off my tongue using a tiny children's art mirror. She needs to take a long, hard look at herself. <laughs> oh, my God. She really needs to reflect on her own choices there. Oh, 
Tell you what, considering we're tired today. The kids there in the class, just looking at her, just starting going, yeah, you see, miss, look at her, she's, she's just got a finger in her mouth and she's not moving it. One, two, three, eyes on me. Why are you talking like that, miss? <laughs> um, when I was in year one, waiting outside to be picked up by my mum, I saw her approaching. I closed my eyes and ran at her and hugged her. Opened my eyes and I apparently, I apparently had not aimed correctly and I was hugging the wrong woman. One of my classmates yelled at me, Stop hugging my mum! <laughs> Depends what the mum was saying. Could have been tactical. Yeah. <laughs> um, when I was seven, me and my family were visiting Edinburgh. We decided to go to the Botanical Gardens. While there, I was drawn to these giant lily pads. I suddenly had memories of watching frogs jump on smaller sized lily pads and thought it would be an excellent idea <laughs> to try and hop onto one to see if it would hold my weight. Safe to say it did not. <laughs> and it was a long, wet walk back to the car after an embarrassing explanation to the managers of the gardens as to why one of their giant lily pads had a child-shaped hole in it. Oh, I bet they got kicked out. I bet they got towed away. <laughs> <laughs> you still tired but still hitting <laughs> um this is this is a good one so this is a no this is right i'm a trainee teacher coming towards the end of my pgce pgc adam yep <laughs> postgraduate i know it's postgraduate uh Certif course? Certificate in Education, I think. Yeah, yeah. i had a lesson observation on wednesday and it was to teach year one compass points because, you know, we don't have an app to tell us to do that on our phones. <laughs> what are your thoughts on on that, by the way? What? You know, when we were at school, teachers used to say, you need to know this because you're never going to have a phone in your pocket. Yeah, no, you're never going to have, have a calculator, calculator in your, in your pocket. pocket. Yeah. Whereas now you, you do. Um, What do you mean? What are my thoughts, to be well, fair? Well, you know, not much has changed now. Like, year two still have to do an arithmetic paper for SATs. Um... I'm not setting you off on Saturday. No, no, no. I'm not. I am. I'm staying rant clear this episode. All right. There is not to be a single it, though, rant. Whilst we're on it, hope everything went well for everyone's year six out there. Hope everything's going okay for the Click year Adam. twos. Click. <laughs> I'm I gonna go. I can't hold it in much longer. <laughs> the ICT volcano. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, what do I think about it? Uh, I don't like. Think about do it. you think it is as important as it once was, or I think do you think certain, things should I think, adapt? I think, I think definitely certain things in maths I still think are crucial. Uh, but there's certain things. I mean, I have to say, just hand on heart, honest. Roman numerals. Oh yeah, they need to Roman numerals one. can do one. Like they don't even get used anymore. Rocky was out ages ago. Yeah, even WrestleManias, they just do the numbers now, they? just don't do they? the numbers, yeah, it's true. Anyway, right, uh, compass points. <laughs> Back to compass. I go through the basics explaining what they are and why we have them. I then plan for us to have a game of Simon Says. Simon Says, point north, etc. The game started well, all the kids were loving it and giggling, but no one was getting out. I thought to myself, bonus, at least they now know the compass points. But yeah, I still couldn't understand why not even one child was out yet. After about 10 minutes, I gave up, telling them they were all winners and to sit down. As I was sitting, a young child who sometimes doesn't make the right choices shouts out, but miss, you've not said point east. I replied, ensuring he knows to put his hand up, uh, to put his quiet hand up next time. Got to tick the behavior management box in my observation. 
Then I went on to explain. I did say east, and you all knew where it was. He replied, but he didn't say just point east without the Simon Says. Then it hit me. Instant realisation that the pressure of being observed, I'd forgotten how to play a game of Simon Says. I could not believe it. (laughs) So, she's introduced the game, started playing it, forgot she was playing Simon Says, got really annoyed with the fact that no one was getting out, gave up on the game. (laughs) All during her observation. It's fair to say we played again and actually had a winner this time. My mentor's amazing and laughed it off with me, so no negative feedback. Thanks for the podcast and the live show. I watched the Sheffield one. You guys are amazing and really cheer me up. <laughs> well, that's funny because you know what it's like yeah, in observation, 100%. just the absolute It panic. would have been great if the if the mentor at the end was just like, Simon says you've got room to improve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I'm a student teacher on placement in a year six class. <sighs> I'm on playground duty when I hear one child run after another on the field with grass trying to throw it at the other and shouted what I had thought, eat grass, you whore. (laughs) (laughs) So I shouted the child over and he came over over sheepishly. I tell him to put the grass down and tell me what he said, in which he replies, eat grass. And I say, what did you say after that? He replied, eat grass. You horse. <laughs> Massive O. Had to tell him not to be silly and stop throwing grass, but at least I didn't have to have a conversation about the word whore. <laughs> Nay. Love that. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Right, this one comes with a little bit of a warning, language warning just at the beginning, but it's pretty funny. Uh, I pissed myself in primary school in year five. That's a start. Full stop. The Full end. stop. I was so shy, I didn't want to put my hand up and ask to go to the toilet, so I tried to hold it in until home time, which was only a few minutes away, but to no avail. Once the floodgates were open and there was no going back, I decided that the best course of action would be to look as nonchalant as possible and just maybe, just maybe, no one would notice. So I stood there, silently gazing out of the window and pissing myself trying to appear as though I didn't have a care in the world. Now, you get away with that sort of EYFS, but year five. Oh, yeah, no. Obviously, that was a crap plan of action, and of course, (laughs) everyone effing noticed. Just when I thought I'd reached the climax, climax of mortification, however, when the whole class was watching me piss myself, in stunned silence, the very sweet teacher said, can I reveal the name? Well, Bonnie. And my effing mouth decided to blurt out, I'm being sick. (laughs) The teacher muttered, you're being sick. And I responded defiantly with piss streaming very obviously down my legs and all over my white or yellow socks and into my shoes. Yeah, it's not we. I'm just being sick. (laughs) Oh, no. And then she's she's finished it with, good times. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my! It's that's, I just didn't. I'm so confused on so many levels. Uh, that's like that, just embarrassment in like it. That's that, that time where that kid was crying. Do you remember? You crying for? I'm not crying. I'm just sweating out my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that. 
Just absolutely, clearly wetting yourself. Just going, I'm being sick. Like nothing coming out of your mouth. That teacher at the meal would just be like, no, <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> um, right, okay. First year of teaching. I'm 23. It's a tough secondary school in South Bristol, and I'm trying to try my best to keep afloat. In at the deep end, baptism of fire as a GTP, graduate teacher program, aka pay us nothing much whilst we take on the hardest edge, hardest edge classes going. I arrive at school as normal and drive into the car park in my new red Corsa. I'm half loving life. There's a few of my tutor group in the car park who are taking note as I drive over the speed bumps with care. A short distance in front is a pigeon. I wait patiently for it to move. It doesn't. I don't want to make a fuss and draw attention, so I just wait some more. The bird rat doesn't move, and I start to get restless. I edge closer in first gear. Still, no joy. Getting edgy now. I decide to take the plunge and do the primary gear confrontation, driving right up and expecting it to shift. Nothing. That's it. Nothing for it but to honk the coarser horn loud and clear. <laughs> Everyone in the car park, aka 50% of my tutor group by this point, turn around to face the noise. At this point, I hope for the best, accelerate and shift into second gear. There's a bit of a crunch, but surely that's the speed bump. All birds move at the last minute, right? <laughs> right? Surely. <laughs> I'm not looking. Grab the bags to get out. Turn right into the year eight girl at the front. Hey, miss, you just half killed that pigeon you have. She proceeds to tell me that it's not quite dead yet. It's just shaking. And <laughs> <laughs> this could have only been better if it was a seagull. <laughs> Um, it's just shaking and convulsing quietly under the watch of the rest of the year nines. I hurry up, <laughs> going with the possibility there's a degree of there's a degree of teen dramatisation occurring. Fast forward to break time, and my mate, the PE teacher, who all the girls in my tutor group fancy, walks over to me in the canteen, tears in his eyes. He can barely breathe. He tells me through the laughter eking out of every pore that the caretaker had to put the sodding thing out of its misery with a brick. And there's a new nickname doing the rounds in my tutor group. Roadkill. <laughs> Roadkill. <laughs> to be fair, I quite like that as a nickname. What did he call it? Who have you got next? History. Who yeah. with? Roadkill. Roadkill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I tell you what, though. Fair play to that caretaker. Because that's, that's a tough gig. Yeah, but surely there's something else you can do apart from a brick. Well, the only other thing you could do is, like, you know, you get the shovel out, wouldn't you? Yeah. But it, I'm just saying it's a pretty disgusting thing to have to do. Yeah. You know. Anyway, RIP pig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we want to make it clear we do not endorse any sort of animal cruelty, but pigeon should have got out of the way, yeah, mate. You you were warned on numerous occasions there, pig. Yeah, they teach everything in their power. <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> I find this, like, sometimes... I think they play a bit of chicken. They're just a bit like, go on, I'll push it. You keep coming, son. I had one the other day, to be fair, that just, I was going, I was with Isla and I was just going, this pigeon needs to move. And I was edging closer and edging closer. And then it wasn't moving. And I thought, and there wasn't much room. And I just wasn't like, mm. and then I, it kind of turned. 
but then went back and I was like, <laughs> right, you're playing hardball, Pidge. Uh, Let me give my mate a ring. Hello, is that roadkill? <laughs> <laughs> give me some advice, man. It all started with mom. She's always had a way of making everyday moments feel like an adventure. So this Mother's Day, Kate Spade New York is here to help you thank mom and all the mother figures in your life. From our newest arrivals, like springy dragonfly-adorned handbags and jewelry, to gifts under $100, to the bestsellers on Mom's Most Wanted list, there's something for everyone. Maybe you can even treat yourself, too. Shop the Mother's Day gift guide at katespade.com. Um, do you want uh, an accidental innuendo? Accidental innuendo! To Mr. P's live! Go on, do accidental innuendo in uh, accidental innuendo. That could have been a group, couldn't it? In anyway, in X Factor days. Oh yeah, Muzzy, <laughs> Macy, Roadkill, <laughs> accidental innuendo. <laughs> um, right, teaching year six to convert. Com- teaching year six to convert. Deanery numbers to binary in ICT. Yeah, yeah, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> what a deanery number. Oh, this is really embarrassing. What for ICT, Mr. P? I have no... Deanery to binary. Deanery to binary, divide the number... Oh, God. Is that ICT? Anyway, I'll stick to iMovie, if that's all right. <laughs> Green screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but that... Teaching year six. Anyway... <laughs> who's put this this story in mr s someone else anyway right so teaching year six to convert deanery numbers into binary in ict and stop the class by saying right guys stop what you're doing and look at my bits <laughs> oh, for God's sake. mortified came to the bath show with my team over Easter holidays, and I've roped in more staff to come and see the Swindon show again. Twice initiated, initiated into the circle of trust. Oh, thank love you it. very much. I love that when people come back for more. You gotta love it, aren't you? And bring others with them. That's what I love. Do you want me to? Uh, do you want me to give some uh, oversharing? Go on then. Because I've had these on my phone for quite a while. Quite a while. Quite a while. Um, and yeah, some of these are pretty good. So. Oversharing. A child told a TA that her mum was in hospital having a transplant. So her auntie was picking her up from school. We were really concerned. So asked auntie at home time if her sister was all right. Turns out she was having implants of the breast variety. <laughs> what other implants are they? Uh, bum. Oh, yeah, you can have bum implants, can't you? Can you have cheek implants? Um... Calf implants. Can you? Drama in Amaraj. You wanted them, didn't you? Oh, did he? Calf implants. Last night I saw Daddy and Mummy dancing against the wall in their bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> could have been could have been decorating. <laughs> <laughs> that what you call it? Well. When having a visit from a nurse, one of the children, when asked if she'd been to hospital, told us that she hadn't. However, her mum had, and she'd had sore lady bits. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't, 
couldn't look at the mum in the eye ever again. <laughs> I used to work in a really small rural school and was sat next to a group of children at dinner time. One of the reception boys proudly announced to the whole table that his daddy had a hairy willy and that he'd seen it when daddy was in the bath. <laughs> I saw one, which was... No, 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 it's <laughs> Another Obish, yeah. <laughs> Another Obish. <laughs> Not a hairy daddy, Willie. No, no. I saw this one. Um, nice, quick and easy. This. My dad dries his bum with the hairdryer. You what? My dad dries his bum with the hairdryer. Oh, risky business, that. <laughs> risky Why business. Why have you tried? No, but... Well... <laughs> no, but him... <laughs> I'm tempted. I reckon it'll no, get it done quicker. Oh, it's too hot though. Yeah. And then yeah, you don't want you don't want that. <laughs> uh, my daddy goes out to work at night and he wears a manaclava so no one can see his face. <laughs> um, uh. Me to my year three four science class. Sound is made by vibrations. Child, ooh, my mum's got one of those. <laughs> I also another one that his mum had a remote control willy at home, which was really funny when it went. Bzzz. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! This one, my mum and dad's friends all came round. They played a game taking keys out of a pot. <laughs> Who are these people? Um, and then look at this one. This is just so plum. Miss, my dad grows plants in the loft. <laughs> <laughs> Be careful out there, guys. Um, oh, to, so funny. So funny. Um, right. So, we plow on. Pancake day with my year five, six class. I'm an NQT, so bringing my A game with pancake making on Shrove Tuesday. Kids were excited. I was excited. I had all the ingredients, utensils, and a little hot plate ready to go. To save the hassle of being the big call, uh, of using the big hall, I just thought I'd use my classroom to make the pancakes. So, reading the recipe, getting the kids to measure everything, we were ready for step two. Melt the butter. I had my hot plate turned on, put the butter in the pan, and in a little cloud of smoke, the butter was burnt. Wafting the smoke away from the smoke detector... And a lots of frantic stirring. I thought I'd got away with it until the flashing light and loud alarm started blaring. Whole school evacuated. Nursery class was so excited to see a fire engine as they are looking at people who help us. Every smoky cloud has a silver lining, I guess. <laughs> when the fire brigade eventually arrived, I had to show them the culprit pan of burnt butter and the two firemen just burst out laughing. In the height of embarrassment, once we all were allowed back in, my pupils said, Missy, we couldn't stop laughing at how tiny you were compared to the six foot ten fireman I walked into the building with. Thanks, guys. Anyway, one mortified NQT later, I thought I'd finally left my mark on the school on the, my first school post-qualifying. Why is it always the NQTs? Yeah, they have a tough time, don't they? But I'll tell you what, I'll tell you one thing, though. Do you know who I wouldn't like to be taught by during Shrove Tuesday? Roadkill. <laughs> Imagine. What do you like in your pancakes, guys? Got Nutella, bananas, lime, uh, lemon juice, sugar, pigeon, crow, <laughs> squirrel. Do you want to hear another massive O? Oh, do I. My mum was a secondary supply in a school back in the early 2000s, and a job came up in the school. 
She was preparing for the lesson observation and so emailed the deputy to detail in the lesson and what would be needed in the classroom. Sorry, I was laughing at detailing. Detailing. out, Junior. She was trying to be fast and so emailed with Mr. Williamson, in brackets, no relation, with her plans and what she needed. Anyway, the day came and she went to grab the stuff from him and asked where the books were. He went bright red and said, I wasn't sure which ones you needed. She said, well, any, the normal ones. So he asked her to follow and took her to the library, to the biology section and said, which ones? Still entirely clueless, she said, there aren't exercise books. Why are we, these aren't exercise books. Why are we here? The deputy was shocked and said, no, you asked for sex books. They erupted laughing with her explaining she'd written five X books, as in uh, exercise, exercise books. <laughs> but on looking at the email, she'd written five EX, so not put the space between. Uh, right. And he thought she was writing in text speak. <laughs> <laughs> 21 years later, she's still at the same school, haven't got that job. Yeah, I bet she was. Text Listen, speak. the observation probably went really bad but she was like listen if you don't give me this job i'm telling everyone that you thought there were sex books in school <laughs> text speak though dangerous i i, I never knew what id in the early meant. 2000s i never knew what idk meant and everyone i asked always told me they had no idea <laughs> uh, <laughs> i don't know either long time listener first time submitter yeah, that sounds proper radio that doesn't it Long time listener, first time caller. Love the pod, guys, and get no end of enjoyment from listening to all the stories. Yeah. A few years ago, as an NQT, I'd put on a bit of weight. Uh, the long hours and stress of my first teaching role meant I was eating more than I should. Yeah, it happens to the best of us. Yeah, it certainly there, does. One night after my first parents' evening, I decided to grab a curry on the way home. Now... You probably know where this is going, and we've had plenty of stories before of how teachers make the mistake. I mean, again, we always say this is a podcast where you don't learn anything, but listen, you're learning, you're learning plenty here. Don't have a curry the night before school. Um, the next morning, I was midway through the first lesson of the day when I heard a thunderous gurgle from the stomach. Oh, Gurgle's a good word. It's a good word. But That's it's when you know. Word. Yeah. Swiftly followed by the urgent need to use the toilet. You know what's happening there, don't you? <laughs> There's a problem with his poop shoot. <laughs> I asked my TA to cover while I nipped to the loo. On arrival, I found the door locked. I clenched hard and waited outside as the urge to go grew stronger. Great story. We need like a, a soundtrack here, don't we? <laughs> yeah. As the lock turned, I felt a sense of relief and barged past our receptionist who emerged to sit myself down ASAP. As my bowels prepared to empty, Please I don't thought... Tell me you sat on the toilet seat, like the, 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 the flat bit. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah. As my bowels prepared to empty, I fought with the fastener on my waistband as I struggled to breathe in and release the hook. I fought with it. <laughs> <laughs> just going like come on put him up <laughs> the tussle with my trousers and my stomach continued for a few seconds as my trousers were released so too were my bowels uh, what followed was a messy and laborious clean up operation that resulted in the disposal of my soiled <laughs> this is a teacher 
<laughs> Teacher. <laughs> what resulted in the disposal of my soiled underwear and me having to go commando until I could run home and put some undies on during lunch. In my rush to leave, I managed to drop my car keys on the way out of reception. As I quickly bent over to retrieve them from the floor, I heard an almighty rip, <laughs> followed by a cool breeze on my now exposed arse and a gasp from our receptionist, who was just sat a few feet behind me. Still fuming that you barged her out of the way? A very awkward explanation followed, and the incident had never been spoken about since. I've since lost three stone. <laughs> so, After the toilet visit? Yeah. <laughs> and check the stitching on my trousers daily while scrapping with the chinos. <laughs> that story was like a Shrek onion. There were serious layers. Unbelievable scenes. <laughs> it was another one that was a good... Oh, let's see if I can find it. Oh, that was unreal, that Yeah. One. I think it was an injury, was it? Was it an injury? Injury, injury. Right, I've got it. Here we go. So, this is one that has layers. Oh, yes. Whilst on playground duty, a child asked me to lower the basketball hoop. Happily, I go over and help. So, as I have my hand on the pole, the child was helping, pulled the key out that was holding the hoop in place. At a rate of knots, the hoop slid down the pole, taking with it a portion of my finger. I said to a fellow TA, I may need to go to first aid, and she looked. <laughs> and as she looked, the blood was pouring out. So off I go to A&E. Whilst I sat in there waiting, I noticed a few strange looks. My turn came, and the lovely nurse, while gluing my finger back together, says, Oh, I take it you work in a school? I thought, how can you tell? Turns out, while I was in pain, I'd forgotten. Uh, I'd forgotten my my fob. Like you, you, no, you no. Know. Oh no! You ready? Uh, uh, while I was in pain, I'd forgotten. Not she didn't have a child with her, did she? <laughs> <laughs> I'd forgotten the year one. That child at playground duty doesn't leave your side. Yeah. You're still holding my hand. No. Go on. I'd forgotten that today was World Book Day, and I was currently sat in hospital fully dressed as the Dormouse from Alice in Wonderland. Whiskers, ear, and tail. And a finger looked like a carrot. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, do you want to finish... With a uh, confession. Oh, do I. Love a confession. In fact, one quick uh, parent story oh, yeah. here. We were going on a trip and we sent consent forms asking for things such as emergency contact details. On the form, it had a section which said, relationship to the child, to which one parent wrote, excellent. <laughs> <laughs> that is brilliant. <laughs> It's a no as well, isn't it? It's a no as well. Yeah. Nothing yeah. like a hybrid. Yeah. Um, okay. This starts off with, oh, the shame. It had to stop. It still haunts me now. Right. At first, you had my curiosity. <laughs> um, it all started with a turbulent, yet liberating time in my life. I was a late bloomer. 
and my wild party days didn't start until my second slash third year of teaching. I became a bit of a free spirit with life, and in particular, my antics at the weekend. <laughs> yeah. Classic Friday, Saturday, and Sunday drinking sessions would often result in the Sunday night dread and cram of schoolworks, schoolwork. Around this time, I also had a friend who had many benefits. Why did you say it like that? I don't know. <laughs> I also had a friend. A friend. Who, well, I was trying to like, it's inverted commas. Yeah, so but friend, pe- friends with benefits. Yeah. Well, yeah, who had many benefits. <laughs> Maybe I should have just said it. Yeah. Um, we would hook up. <laughs> no, I, listen, I was reading, I was reading fluently no, with I'm the just, punctuation. It's just nice to know that this teacher had a friend. <laughs> yeah. We would hook up most weekends, etc. These antics started to creep into the week, occasionally pulling the odd all-nighter. Anyway, one particular weekday evening, my friend <laughs> called me and suggested we met. Things went the usual way, but all night long. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who is this friend, by the way? Oh, yeah. Can he teach me uh, things about stamina? <laughs> um, I had totally forgotten I had a course the next day. No, you didn't. That's exactly why you pulled an all night if you've got a course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with with very little <laughs> yeah from intercourse to a course <laughs> yeah with very little sleep the aroma of last night's liaison no time to shower there's always, there's always time, time to shower shower together <laughs> you want to get if he's still, all night if he's ready is he still ready to go shower together I dashed to the course which was about an hour away feeling shockingly tired and slightly wincing every time I sat down. <laughs> <laughs> In brackets, it was a good night. I don't want any crudeness on this podcast. <laughs> Sorry. I, I must have I must have skipped that when I read it first time. I tried to be as normal as possible. I'm just saying that for everything in, in I could tell that I'd got a few whispers and looks, so I rushed to the loo to freshen up. Nothing worked. I knew I smelt like a oh god. I knew I smelt like a brothel, and as much as I enjoyed the <laughs> God's sake. I'd love to know what this course was on. I'd love to know how she knows what one smells like. <laughs> yeah. um, and as much as I enjoyed the previous evening, I was starting to hate my life. Anyway, I persisted with the day and relished and the and relished the idea of getting back in my car. To my horror, when I got back into my car, I took my cardigan off to see exactly what the whispers and looks must have been about. I had stuck to the back of my con. Oh my God. <laughs> sort of giving it away there. I've done that bloody thing. Right. I had stuck to the back of my cardigan an open used condom. Oh my God. Oh, sorry, condom wrapper. Does that make it any be- any less? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's probably a bit better, but. Yeah. But the thing is, what was her two truths and a lie at the start of that course? <laughs> One, I went all night last night. <laughs> Two, I've not showered. <laughs> and three, I can't sit down. Hey, they're all truth. <laughs> <laughs> the shame. I just wanted to die. I'll tell you what else is right. Is. Depends what make of condom. Why? Because I think, you know, if it's like, if it's, a, 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 you know, a classy Jorex. Oh, yeah. Or a JLS one. I was going to say if it was a JLS, JLS one, it'd be worse. No, no. Because they've not been was, around for years, have they? That was such a weird move, wasn't it? 
Yeah, it was. Check from JLS. Yeah, but if, if we got approached. Like of all the merch. If we got approached, would you not do it? <laughs> Two Mr. P's <laughs> condoms? No. I would. I would. No. <laughs> Who would buy them? <laughs> um, thankfully, the course was one of these independent, a bit specific type ones, which meant I was unlikely to cross paths with these people again. However, it haunts me to this day. This was over 10 years ago now, and I've not met anyone from the course yet. Needless to say, I changed my ways rapidly after this episode and enjoyed and showed a bit more respect. After this episode and enjoyed and showed a more respectful version of myself. I've never told this to anyone before. Well, thank you for sharing. And I hope the rubber ring you bought after the (laughs) night has helped you sit down. Um, I love the honesty. I have to say, I do love the honesty. Well, that's what the confession's there for. That was. You know, no judgment on our... Well, there was a bit. The only judgment (laughs) I have is, who's the guy? And why is he such a stallion? (laughs) Why is he putting the rest of us to shame? (laughs) Normally. (laughs) All night? What? Um. <laughs> oh no, but no thank you very much um and again if you've got a funny confession something because i think it's quite therapeutic for people if you've got something on your chest you sounded mank as then what you know it's really therapeutic no but it is i think you know people don't like keeping secrets in no, no it's never going to come that teacher doesn't Sometimes no one knows who that teacher like is in fact a friend. that teacher could be your head teacher now it was 10 years ago yeah, and if she's still walking around like she's in a Western. <laughs> um, so yeah, share those share the stories, confessions with us. We hope you've enjoyed that episode. We've got so many stories to get through. We just wanted to plough through. Well, probably not the best. We wanted to plough all night. <laughs> through them all night. Um, and as always... I've said share your stories if you've not yet already get your tickets for the live show please 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 pre-order our next book as well because that's coming out very very soon um join the facebook group uh review subscribe and rate the podcast and apple podcast because that helps as well and uh yeah thank you thanks again for listening carry on being amazing and we will see you next week yeah thank you so much Mmm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.